Welcome to the It Starts With You podcast. This is all about teaching, motivating, and inspiring you to go after the thing you want, to intentionally pursue the career and the life that you desire, and knowing that at the core of it all, it starts with you. You getting out of your own way, making the choice to do it, and relentlessly and authentically pursuing it. I'm your host, Julie Menden, an entrepreneur, high-performance coach, speaker, and the person in your corner helping you to realize that you are capable of whatever it is you choose. With solo and guest episodes, we are going to dive into action so that you can show up with confidence as the leader in your life to achieve your goals and to make this life matter. It all starts with you. Let's dive in. Welcome back. So today I want to dive a bit more into my story and what got me here. And hopefully you can find pieces of yourself within my story and how you can use those to really help you to uncover your next steps and your strengths in your story as well. So as I mentioned on the last episode, I always say that I am a recovering perfectionist. And you might resonate with that title as well. You know, I was always trying to do the right thing in terms of, you know, quote unquote, being perfect, which whatever that means anyways, which my definition was the perfect grades, looking a certain way, acting a certain way. Now, at the same time, it's really interesting looking back because I also really held my own in terms of I never gave into peer pressure. I always really stood up for what I believed in. I wasn't afraid to speak up for things. So if kids were talking in a way that was disrespectful, honestly, even back to grade school, I remember saying things to them and really speaking up and I never really did anything that I didn't want to do. So I know and I knew that I had this inner confidence and this strength when it mattered. But I still had this feeling like I had to have it together all the time. And that actually led to anxiety at a young age. Now, I didn't have the word for it then, but now looking back, I had a lot of anxiousness and always really high stress over what now looking back was such stupid things. So if I could go back and tell my younger self something, it would be like, it's okay if you get a B. If you get a B as a grade instead of an A, which I know sounds absolutely crazy to most people, but if you're like me, you're going to get this. At the time, it seemed like such a huge deal. Even in college, you know, I always say now that I regret. I don't know regret is the right word because I don't like to have regrets, you know, because now I can use it as my message. But looking back, I wish I would have had more fun. You know, I I didn't go out with as many friends or make as many connections and memories as I would have liked. I put so much emphasis on schoolwork. And I think, you know, now that I'm saying this, it's because that's how I was defining myself. And if I wasn't good at the thing that people always said I was good at, you know, you're really good at school. You're really, you're really smart. And I felt like there was a lot of other things that I wasn't good at. So I had to be really good at this thing. So I was this straight A student all through school, you know, follow the rules, stay within the lines, you know, stay within this perfectly curated box that I had sort of created for myself and went to college, got straight A's all through college. You know, I put so much stress and pressure on myself to do that. And I was always going to be a teacher. So that was my, ever since I was in kindergarten, I was always going to be a teacher. But while I was in school, I realized in the program that that was no longer aligned for me. And that was actually a really huge shift and moment in my life because that was the first instance of me like stepping outside of 
this way that I had defined myself to be, this, this teacher that I was always going to be. So I ended up actually getting a degree in interpersonal communication, which is served me amazingly in everything that I do now. And I was always really fascinated in the way that people communicate, how we relate to each other, how we can change our message to impact someone. And so I graduated, I ended up getting a job before I even graduated and started working before I graduated school. First job was a career advisor, which I absolutely loved. But I really spent the majority of my time working in a large Fortune 500 retail company. I was in HR. I started as an assistant in HR and then really worked my way up in training and development and leadership development. And so I fell in love with all things training, leadership, how we can learn and grow. And I would work with leaders and teams, leading projects, facilitating trainings, designing content, speaking to groups on things around your presence and communication and leadership and emotional intelligence. And, you know, one of my favorite things that I did was the first time I got to be on stage in front of a a couple hundred interns that we had coming in. And being on that stage, I had this feeling like this jolt of energy. I knew that at some point I was going to be up there for myself. I just didn't know the how yet. And looking back, you know, we would bring really big, you know, authors and speakers in for to come and speak to the company. And I remember turning to my friend and saying, that's going to be me someday. And when I think about my time there, I realize now that I was searching for something. And I say that because every year for six years, I was going for the next level position. So I had a new position pretty much every year for the six years. And I make a joke that every April, it was like I was ready for this new challenge because I was searching for something. I needed variety. I needed to be challenged. I was searching for something that I wasn't fully finding. And I didn't realize that I thought that it was always in that next promotion, that next level. And my last year there was tough. There was a lot of situations that had me feeling really misaligned from what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. And I felt like I wasn't able to do or have the impact that I started to have this feeling that I fully wanted to do. And I was seeing sort of behind the curtains of things and really feeling into that didn't feel aligned to me and who I was becoming. And coupled with that, you know, in July of 2018, I got super sick. I had never been this sick. We had no idea what was going on. I was in so much pain. I remember literally thinking, you know, I have cancer. I have a brain tumor. I had this pain in the back of my neck at the base of my head by my spinal cord. And I had such severe headaches. I was literally getting sick, you know, and it was weeks of back and forth to the doctor and trying to figure out what's going on. I actually had to take some time off of work. And it just felt like everything, I was losing my identity, honestly. That's what it felt like. I was losing my identity because I no longer, I always defined myself as being a really hard worker and I felt lost in work. I always defined myself as really valuing health and I felt like I had lost that. And they ended up determining that it was viral meningitis. So it was pretty serious at the time. I recovered from that, but it set off this onset of health issues that I would then have for the next few years, which more to come on that. And so this sort of escalated. um, And I remember that I got to this point where all I would do was complain. And it felt so, it felt so, if you, if you can relate to this, when you get to that point, you know, I just felt overwhelmed and burnt out and unhappy. And like I said, misaligned. And I remember I, I took a day off and I went for a walk with Jake, my husband. And on that 
literally on that day, I remember turning to him and saying, okay, it's time for me to go. And making the choice then that we were going to set things in motion. And if I think back now to the catalysts of things that got me to where I am now, you know, it was being sick. It was that walk. It was leaning into the feeling that I had. And it was Tony Robbins. And why I say that is because I surprised Jake in uh, 2019 with tickets to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. And if you have ever been or seen anything about these events, they are crazy. I was a bit skeptical uh, to do this. And, you know, we went there. It was a room full of 15,000 people from 70 countries. You're there for crazy hours. It was like 6 or 7 a.m. to like 2 a.m. And they do the fire walk. You've ever seen that? The, the Where you walk over hot coals. And it is legit. Like all day on the video in there, on the screens, they showed you them burning down the fire into the hot coals. And I went into this event like, no way am I doing this fire walk. I freaking did it. I walked over hot coals. And that event opened my eyes so much to what's possible for us when we set our minds to it, what we are really capable of. And so I ended up transitioning out of the company that I was with. I ended up taking a part-time role in a different industry, still doing leadership development, but really to give myself space and figure out what I wanted to do. And during that time, I got my certification as a coach. So I got certified as a coach. I got a few different leadership development certifications and I dove into self-development and Once again, after being there for a while, it was clear to me that that was not my final stop and that there was more and that that feeling, that gut feeling, that inner knowing that I had more in me to do, it was there. And so I dove headfirst into starting my business in 2020. And I want to explain to you the level of evolving that I had to do because if this is you You know, just a few years before that, Jake went out on his own, leaving the banking world, and I supported him, but I was terrified. You know, the idea of not having this stable job. So for me, it was you work for, you know, a company, a corporate organization, and you work hard and you climb up the ladder, and that's what you do. That's all I knew, and that's how I defined myself. I never saw myself as someone that could run a business as an entrepreneur. I didn't think that was me. I didn't think it was in my DNA. And so I never even considered it. And so I had to, during this time of transition, really redefine who I was and what I thought was possible for me. And if you're in this place, and if you aren't happy with where you are, or you know you can do more, if you can achieve more, you really need to start by defining who Are you defining yourself to be? Figure out who you define yourself to be and what you think you're capable of and if it's serving you or not. And so if that definition of who you are is no longer serving you and who you want to be, you need to rewrite. You get to rewrite it. You get to rewrite that. So during my certification to become a coach, one of the trainers used this example and it has stuck with me ever since. So she said, you know, we all have these beliefs about who we are based on all of these influencers like society and family and friends and what's happened to us, what we've been told we're good or not good at. And we have all of these things and we put them into this bag of who we believe we are. She called it your who bag, W-H-O. Now, believe me, when I first heard that, I laughed because it sounds questionable, but we have this bag and we're putting in here 
all of these ways that we define ourselves, what we're good or not good at. And then we take this bag and we throw it over our shoulder and we walk around making decisions based on what's in that bag. And until we take it out and dump it out and really examine what's in there and toss what is no longer serving us, we will stay stuck. And I don't think that work ever really ends, but you know, I've gotten better and more aware of it. I'm always examining what's in there and if it's serving me and where I want to go. But I really want to challenge you to think through what is in that bag of who you're defining yourself to be. And if you need to throw it off your shoulder, dump it out and see if that's serving you or not. So here I was now, I was starting this business, no freaking clue what I was doing, but knowing that I was on a path deep down, I I knew it was right. I had this feeling. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know exactly how to do it, but I knew why. And I had this knowing that carried me through and continues to carry me through. And it, you know, it's had its ups and downs, but it is the greatest roller coaster to be on. I kept investing in business coaches to teach me what I didn't know. And I got into rooms with people that could help me. So 2020 and 2021 for rough for obvious reasons, you know, the pandemic, growing businesses, and in all of that, Jake and I were always caught up in this deeper knowing that we had this impact we wanted to make. We had this mission, but it just felt like thing after thing after thing kept getting thrown at us. So 2022 starts and we say we started the year and we were like, this is our year. And let me tell you, it was the hardest year of our lives. It was like a slap in the face and yet it taught us so much. So I kept investing in me and my business and I joined this mastermind. It was the most amazing experience with these people that thought so big and these huge aspirations that I just felt so energized. So it was April of 2022. I was in Arizona at the event. It was about 11 at night. You know, I'm getting back from dinner, this energy of being with everyone And Jake texts me and tells me to call him after dinner, which was kind of strange because it was pretty late. He then proceeds to tell me that after a routine doctor appointment and then a follow-up that they were checking on some things that he had cancer. And even just saying that word now, it still feels like it hasn't even processed because it came on, everything happened so quickly. And so they found cancer and they found that he had cancer and that he needed surgery, needed to get it removed. And it was, so this was a Tuesday and that the surgery was going to be on Friday. So talk about a whirlwind and I can't even explain all of the emotions, but you know, just to say that life has a way of humbling you. And so I was ready to get on a plane right away and Jake refused. He refused to let me come home and I was angry, but also like grateful. It was crazy. You know, I was like, of course I'm coming home. And he said, you know what, Julie, you are meant to be in that room. There's a reason you're there. Take it all in. There's nothing you can do here. Get home in time for surgery. And so I was conflicted, obviously, about being there, but I decided, all right, I will stay here. I'll take all this in for both of us. I changed my flight and I got home really early on Friday morning and we went to surgery. And I'm so incredibly grateful to say that all went well. The surgery went well. The cancer had not spread. We had caught it quick enough. And so we ended up getting a call not long after that I know many people dream of, and I don't take it for granted, that he was cancer-free. 
and we would be moving on to doing scans every few months. And in that moment, we anchored into so much gratitude that we could have gotten a very different call. And so this gratitude for this experience, we put things into perspective and how this was happening for us to teach us and to be able to help others. While all this was happening, my health issues that I mentioned before were progressing and we still had no answers. So I had this extensive list of symptoms that grew and was debilitating at many points. So joint pain and nerve pain and shooting pains and back issues and stomach issues and brain fog and anxiety. And honestly, the list goes on and on. And I remember going into my doctor and literally saying to her, I swear I'm not a hypochondriac, but these are my symptoms. And let me, traditional healthcare, that's a story for another day, but I wasn't getting the help that I needed. I wasn't getting answers. And so I started seeing a naturopath for a few years and we would get a few answers and change a few things, but we really only got better for a little while. And it was test after test and some was covered, but the majority of this I was paying out of pocket. So talk about medical bill after medical bill hitting us in 2022. And I have been doing so much research and digging. This is where I always say my stubbornness pays off and advocating for myself because I knew there was an answer. And if you're listening to this and whether it's a health issue or something else, like you know something's off, you you know, like you have this, you know that there's more there's more of an answer there and you don't want to settle, like keep digging because you'll find it. If you know, don't give up. Don't let others tell you that you are fine when you know you're not. Because this was impacting every part of my life, my work, my happiness, my family. And I refused to accept that this was just how things were going to be. So I kept investing, I kept digging. And finally, I started working with a new practitioner and we ran pretty much every test, all of it was out of pocket, of course. And I said to them, I think I have Lyme's disease and or mold toxicity. And they said, you know, typically we wait to get these other tests first. And I said, nope, I would like to have this tested. I'm pretty sure this is what I have. I had gotten negative Lyme's tests before from the doctor, but come to find out that those tests traditionally run don't test for all the different strains. So it came back negative. This new test tested for every strain. Sure enough, We got the results back and I had multiple strains of Lyme's disease, multiple co-infections, mold toxicity, and several other things. And when I got the results, I felt such a wave of emotions, relief and validation to have answers and to have trusted myself to keep digging and advocate for myself. I felt anger and frustration that it took so long to get answers and not feeling heard for years. I felt overwhelm at the journey you know late stage limes is really tough because it spreads to your brain your nervous system your joints so it's gonna be a long road ahead and either way I dove into treatment and you know we're still on the journey but having answers in a plan is huge and now I'm full speed ahead in my business doing one-on-one coaching with executives and business leaders doing leadership training and development doing speaking and also helping others to grow in their voice and you speaking to grow their business. So all of this, all of this journey we try to anchor into what we can control. Really choosing our attitude and gratitude and perspective. 
And I want you to think about that. If you can relate to the things that I'm talking about, whether it's the things in the career when you felt like things were off, trusting yourself, if you have your own health journeys, what can you can control? And how can you choose how you're showing up? How can you anchor into gratitude and put things into perspective? And I often say to myself, you know, how is this happening for me instead of to me? It can be really easy to get caught up in in that everything's against me, feeling at the effect of everything. Why is this happening to me? And when you can change that mindset around it and start to think, how is this happening for me? What is the opportunity here? It really changes everything. Whatever it is you're going through, know that there are lessons to be learned. Somehow all of the pieces will come together and it might not be clear right now, but it will teach you to use what I've heard someone say before, your mess as your message. And when I look back on my story and all of those pieces and all those things, the biggest lesson I learned was to trust myself, to trust that inner guide, that inner knowing, telling me that either something was off, that there was more, or to follow that. And that's actually what we're going to be diving into in our next episode is all about trusting yourself and how you can use that as your guide. So thank you so much for listening and I hope that in me sharing my story and sharing my ups and downs that you are empowered to dig into your own story, to try to put those pieces together, to challenge yourself to see how it's happening for you, and maybe even to share the pieces of your story that could help someone else. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review, shared it with someone else that could use this message, or post it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you and get to know you as part of my community. I am so grateful for you. Remember, you've got this. See you next time.